Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters. My name is Adam Torres, and if you'd like to apply to be a guest on the show, just head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, today I have Colin Lake on the line. He's president and founder of Developing the Next Leaders. Colin, welcome to the show. Hey, happy to be here, happy to be connected with you, and love all you're doing. All right, Colin. So a uh, great topic today. So effectively connecting with your best clients and prospects in today's world. So a lot of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts listen to this, and they're looking for tips and tools. And uh, sales, I mean, that's the core of any organization and business that wants to grow. So I'm excited to get into today's conversation with you, but we'll start this episode the way that we start them all with our Mission Matters Minute. So, Colin, we at Mission Matters amplify stories for entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. That's our mission. Colin, what mission matters to you? So, I come from the financial services industry, and I believe the financial – we as an organization believe the financial services industry does great things for organizations and individuals and their families. And we believe that that industry is suffering from a lack of really, really solid leadership today and even more specifically from leadership tomorrow. So our goal is to develop develop the next leaders who are maybe not in the industry today or are in the, in the industry today to do amazing things for the financial services industry so that they can in turn do amazing things for their clients. Awesome. Um, love having mission-based individuals on the line to share why they do what they do and uh, what really gets them motivated to go out into the marketplace and to make a difference. So uh, I guess just to kick this off, I mean, how did you get started on this path to, you know, developing leaders and sales talent? Like, where did your entrepreneurial journey begin? So I start um, as a sales representative for a financial services company. And the way they set us up, they gave us a territory, not too different than other people lived in the sales world, um, but they handed you a book with all potential clients, um, maybe still not too different, and then they said, you go figure out how to write a lot of business. We're not going to give you a base salary. We're not going to give you an expense account. Um, we're not going to tell you you know, send, how to do it. You just go figure it out, and if you figure it out, um, you're going to be really successful. If you don't, we'll put someone else in there and see if they're going to be successful in doing it. And I said, like, whoa, <laughs> this is getting real pretty quickly. And oh, yeah. I started learning and started asking questions and started making calls and started doing all the things that you, you do in your early entrepreneurial journey. Now, I'm, like, working for a company, but I'm running my, my own business. Um, mm-hmm. So that, that has led to many things in the financial services industry. I, I ultimately got to the point where I was running a division, then running the, the entire, um, like, the entire sales team, and then became head of sales where, where all of that stuff was under me. And then I left that world and now taking all of those skill sets and bringing it back to the financial services industry, not just for one company, but for a multitude of companies worldwide. 
Man, that's awesome. Uh, and for those that have been listening to the show for a long time, you know that, you know, I, I mean, I started in the financial services industry, so I was in that business for almost 14 years uh, prior to going into media. I've been in media now going on five or six. Time is flying. But um, I don't know, some of the... Some of the best, most dedicated people I know and have known in my life, they're in the, in the financial services industry. And, you know, a big part of financial services is a sales component, and you, you do need clients. Um, so just in general, for sales overall, it doesn't have to be specifically to the financial services industry, but, you know, there will be some other individuals that are listening to this that are maybe pivoting careers or maybe they're just going to start it. They're out of college or, you know, just thinking about a new thing. To me, sales and the idea of making of becoming a true sales professional and making a career out of it versus just kind of giving it a stab and seeing if you can make some money. I mean, two different, completely different routes. What would you say to those out there that are really considering taking sales in a sales career as a, um, as a, as a real craft? Like what kind of things would you tell them? Okay. So like there is a world of opportunity out there for salespeople and there is like a, a larger world of hurdles and challenges to get to those people who are looking for the, these products that, that we all have. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a challenge there. And so the thing that I would say to the salesperson that I was talking to or that, that we talk to every day is we have to operate under this premise that people want things built for themselves or designed for themselves or that are, um, that are focused on what they care about most. So our job as a salesperson is to learn everything we can to build a message um, around personalization of the things that this person cares about most, likes most, likes most, or helps them most. And if we're able to do that and, and we're able to like display or, or clearly articulate that message, we will break through to those people and we will make a lot of sales to those people. And Adam, the big problem is so many people want to like just just, just want to like spray and pray is an expression. Like I'm going to throw a hundred emails out there and cross my fingers and hope that someone gets back to me. That, that is a, that is an old way of doing things. And it is really, really challenging to, to build a business that way. So we would tell you it has to come from personalization. Awesome. Um, Colin, tell me about uh, developing the next leader. Tell us a little bit more about your company. So we start we, we start as a charity. The, the whole business starts six years ago, much like you, it's five and a half, six years ago. We start as a charity with this mission of um, taking people who are leaving the military, they served our country, and helping them make a successful entrance into the financial services industry. That, that's how the whole business starts. That's how developing the next leaders get to, get to start, believing that. You know, we, we, this industry needs great leaders, needs great future leaders. So as we took these people and, and trained them really well and helped them get placed at the right firms and, and they made big impacts at the firms really, really quickly, these organizations would say, hey, you're really good at training people. Would you come in and train our people on an outsource basis? And so, so that, that's how we got started doing this thing for, for, for or, or how we start doing it from a for-profit for-profit perspective, easy for me to say. Um, okay, so, so that, that, that's like the origins of, of the company. So what we, 85% of the business is built in the financial services industry, 15% outside the financial services industry. We build training and learning development programs for organizations who are looking to better connect with their clients on a more consistent basis. And, and, and so that is, that is the crux of who we are and what we do. 
awesome. Um, so speaking of the salespeople uh, out there that are that are out there, you know, in 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 the positions and thinking about how to how to accelerate their craft. Um, if you were to point out one thing that a salesperson needs actually needs to execute today, um, what would that be? Okay, so this is this is one of my favorite questions. So I'm grateful for you asking it. Um, a lot of a lot of times you'll hear these things that like salespeople have a listening problem. Um, and we would suggest that, that, that is close, but not the exact challenge that, that most, most salespeople face. The challenge most people, most salespeople face, and maybe most humans face, to, to be perfectly honest with you, is, um, they don't ask the right questions. And so when you don't ask the right questions, the things that people say in response, tend to be less interesting to you and also less interesting to the person who's answering the question. So, like, if I asked you a question, Adam, that you weren't really interested in asking, you're probably not going to be really enthused about, about answering that question. And so what we have designed is a program to help people ask better questions. And when you ask really, really good questions, the person answering the question answers with enthusiasm, excitement, mm-hmm. and depth. And we as the listener are interested and excited and wanting to learn more. And that gives us this ability to really connect with people. So like, if we're able to figure out how to ask the right questions mm. that comes from that personalization stuff, then we're able to like get that person really excited to answer and tell us things that they're not telling anyone else to help us get a leg up on the um, competitors. Oh, that makes so much sense. It does become uh, the questioning side of things and also the listening side. So, I mean... I feel like when when organizations are going through and training skills like this, and I and I talk about this all the time. I, I'm all about you know how do you hire and how do you bring in professionals um, that are that are real experts that have a different vantage point than maybe what's grown in house. I'm not against in house training. I'm not against any of that. And of course we you know you need help, but the way I look at it is that when you bring somebody in that you know all they're doing is focusing on sales. All they're doing is working with um, in this case sales. Um, with developing the next leaders, all they're working with, whatever it is, leadership training, organizational training, like all these things, to me, I'm always of the mindset that, you know, that's going to get you to your goal a little bit quicker. So um, love what you're doing and a fan of it for sure. Um, speaking a little bit, going a little bit further, um, talking to that salesperson out there that, you know, that's making it a career in sales. Like, what do they do? A lot of competition out there, obviously, for, for great paying jobs, to work for great organizations, and also even within departments, right? Like, people want to be, um, in my experience, and I know whenever I've been on a sales team and when I'm on a sales team, I, um, you know, I'm competitive. What kind of things do you think uh, salespeople could be doing to differentiate themselves? Hmm. Okay, so um, I, I think it's, it's like a two-part answer. Um, the first one is to better deploy the science of sales. And so one of the things you can do to, to differentiate yourself is pay attention to the science. There is so many um, emails that have been sent and voicemails that have been left and social media outreaches that have been executed. And as a result of that, we have the information at our fingertips, if we're willing to look for it, that tells us when people are most likely to respond or when people are most likely to read your emails. Um, 
how many characters should be in your emails? How many characters should be in your subject lines? How many characters should be in your social media outreach and your social media posts? Like, there, there is a lot of science, but so few of us take um, advantage of that science that exists so that, like, we, all of our um, email outreaches and voicemail outreaches and social media, like, they, they kind of all blend into each other, and they're all missing the mark, like, by a little bit or by a lot because they're not paying attention to the science. So the first thing is I, I think that one of the things we can do is get the science right to differentiate ourselves. If we do that, people recognize it. Obviously, the science is right because that's what people recognize the most. So use that. People recognize your outreach more. That's one. Two is really work to, um, like, brand and personalize who you are and who you best serve and then, like, consistently connect that. This is the personalization thing we said a few minutes ago. Consistently connect that with the clients that you want to work with. So, like, you, you know, the, the old adage is, like, get the science right and then and then get the art right or the art and science of sales. But, like, if you can get the science right and then from an artistic perspective, how do you truly differentiate yourself? You clearly articulate who you best serve and why you best serve them, and then you take that and put that in all of your communication and your outreach in a personalized way for that specific person. So circling back, Colin, to uh, developing the next leaders, um, what types of clients or organizations typically get the most value out of working with you and your team? Is this an enterprise solution, middle market? Do you work with small businesses? I mean, uh, give us a feel for the types of, uh, of uh, clients that make the most sense. Um, yeah, so thank you for that question. So there is definitely, like, the, the small market or entrepreneurs who hire us. These are the, you know, think about, like, a crypto company who has six or eight salespeople, and they're just getting, you know, ramped up and getting rolling. Or think about the financial advisor practice who has four, you know, they're an independent financial advisor practice, and they're looking to figure out how to reach people better, and they're looking, how to, um, looking to grow better or more effectively. Um, so that's the smaller. That, that, that's one side. That, I said 85% of our business is in financial service, financial services. About half of that 85% comes from those smaller, uh, smaller entrepreneurs. The other half comes from the, the, the enterprises, um, the Fortune 500 companies that, that, and the names that you would all know, like the Bank of America, Merrill Lynch's, or um, the Lincoln Financial Group, or, you know, like any of those big ones that, again, the names that, that folks would know really well are the ones that reach out to us. So not so much the middle market, but, but the smaller entrepreneurial ones who are looking to grow and grow with the people they want to grow with, and then those larger companies who have big sales organizations who are looking to help them connect better. That's awesome. Um, well, well, Colin, I'll tell you, I can. I know we just barely scratched the surface on sales and your your wealth of knowledge and what you're doing. Um, but we're about out of time for this episode. So that being said, if somebody is listening to this and they want to connect with you and your team, I mean, what's the best way for them to do that? Yes. Yeah, so thank you for asking. Um, DevelopingTheNextLeaders.com. So it's all four words. DevelopingTheNextLeaders plural dot com is, of course, the easiest way. That's our website. You'll see lots of videos. You'll see our podcast, which we've got to get you on our podcast soon. Um, so you'll, you'll see our podcast. You'll see, the, you know, the tools we have. And, you'll, you know, you'll, of course, have all the ways to communicate with us. That, that's one way. Second way is we're, we're really active on LinkedIn, and that's under Developing the Next Leaders. Um, and then, of course, Colin Lake is my name. So I have, I have my own account as well, which we're actively posting on there. You'll, you'll see lots of content on there for, for sales folks and sales organizations. So 
so yeah, so thanks for asking that. And, you know, we're, we're always open to com- communicate with more folks for sure. And what's the name of that podcast? Love that. Love uh, promoting other podcasters. I love the podcasting community and everything surrounding that. So I definitely want my listeners to go check it out. What's the name of the podcast? Oh, you'll love this. It's called Seven Minutes to Better Selling. And so it is, it is designed to be seven minutes, just like we're doing here. Like, what's one or two quick hits that gets me in a better place to sell, to sell more? And that is exactly what this thing is designed to do. It, it, it's every other Thursdays in the morning, East Coast time, and it, it's fun. You know, we, we, we have a pretty good followership. So like I said, I need to get you on there soon. That's awesome. Um, and just for, and for the listeners, we will, uh, we'll put all the information in the show notes so that you can just click on and, uh, head right on over and check out, uh, Colin and his team. And of course, don't forget to go head over and, uh, and check out the podcast, especially for all those salespeople out there, um, that are, that are looking for tips and things to do. I mean, Colin and his team put, putting it together for you. Um, and speaking of the audience, if this is your first time with Mission Matters, we're a platform that's all about bringing on entrepreneurs, executives, and experts and having them share their mission, why they do what they do, how they do what they do, and so that we can all learn and grow together as uh, as entrepreneurs and as individuals. Um, if that's the type of content that sounds fun, I mean, interesting, engaging to you, um, then definitely hit that subscribe button because we have many more mission-based individuals coming up on the line, and we don't want you to miss a thing. And Colin, really, it has been a pleasure. Uh, Thanks again for coming on the show. Love what you're doing, Adam. Thank you for having me.